You are Locked On Zags, your daily podcast on the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Zags, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode being brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. I'm your host, Stephen Carr. You can follow me on Twitter, as always, at SCARGO. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, at LockedOnZags. Today is Monday, April 26th, and like I said on Friday's show, today is going to be a little bit different. I'm recording this on Friday afternoon. I'm traveling all weekend. I will not be able to get a live podcast with updated news and notes for you this morning. We'll update you tomorrow on everything that's been going on the last couple days. So today's episode is a special standalone episode where I reveal, as voted on by you guys, the fans, the top 10 moments of the season for Gonzaga basketball. I asked you guys to rank about 20 moments that I thought were probably the best ones, um, and I asked you guys to rank them 1 through 18 and there's some uh, some really good stuff on here. It's a it's a way to kind of just relive the season, relive the biggest moments, uh, and hopefully it makes you guys a little happy. And so, without further ado, here are the results coming in. Number ten moment of the season is actually a tie. So why not have the top eleven moments of the G- the uh, GU season? Number ten tie goes to Drew Timmy's thirty points against Oklahoma in the second round of the NCAA tournament. It was a historic performance for Drew Timmy, 30 points, 13 rebounds. He was 9 of 12 from the field, 12 of 14 from the free throw line. He also had four assists in that game. He's only the fourth player in Gonzaga history to score 30 points in an NCAA tournament game. Brandon Clark did it in 2019 against Baylor when he had 36. Adam Morrison did it in 2006. He had 35 points against Xavier, and then Richie Fromm did it back in 2000 when he scored 31 points against Louisville, and now, of course, Drew Timmy with his 30-point, 13-rebound performance against Oklahoma in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Tied for the number 10 spot on the biggest moment of the season goes to Andrew Nemhard saving the day against West Virginia. Without Andrew Nemhard, I don't think Gonzaga goes undefeated this season. One of those games that he helped win was that West Virginia game. Jalen Suggs went out with an ankle injury. And even when Suggs came back from that injury, you know, Nemhard was kind of the, the facilitator for the rest of that game because Suggs didn't have his normal explosiveness. Nemhard finished with a season high 19 points. He never finished with more than 19 the rest of the season. He was 7 11 from the field, 2 for 2 from the line. He had six assists, he had five rebounds a steal, only two turnovers, and that was really the coming out party for Andrew Nemhard. I think once people saw what he could do in that game, I think people realized that Gonzaga had a shot to not only win the national championship, but I think in a lot of people's minds, that's when they started to think, you know, this team might only lose one or two games all year. Turns out they were undefeated all the way up until the national championship. Andrew Nemhard was a huge reason why. Coming in at number nine, The number nine moment of the season is voted on by you guys, the fans, goes to Jalen Suggs' full court passes. Of course, all season long, we heard about Jalen Suggs' football background. I think every single ESPN broadcast all season long had to mention it. It's like the the Killian Tilly volleyball story. Um, But some of the passes he made all year were just absolutely insane. 
Of course, the most notable one is the full court bounce pass to Dominic Harris, where he, uh, unfortunately, he missed the shot, but Jalen Suggs picked up the dimes off the court. And, um, you know, just the spin on the ball to get it right into Dominic Harris was just incredible. And then the other one that stands out is the home game against BYU where he grabbed a rebound and just immediately turned and chucked it down the court right into the breadbasket of Joel Yai, who laid it in. And even uh, Sean Farn was like, you got to be kidding me. And I think a lot of us said that about Jalen Suggs throughout the season, um, not just first passes, but for all of his play. So coming in, number nine, moment of the season, voted on by you guys, Jalen Suggs, full court passing. You better get used to a lot of Jalen Suggs plays on these top 10. Number eight, Moment of the season, Jalen Suggs alley-oop against Kansas to start the season. First basket of his collegiate career, he went up and caught a lob from Joel Yai after a uh, steal on a full-court press. And as soon as that happened, I think every single one of us that was watching the game was like, okay, yeah, this kid is different. Gonzaga has never had anything like this guy before. Of course, because it's a college referee, they had to call a technical foul because you can't have too much fun. Um, But we knew as soon as that happened, Gonzaga was going to have a very special season because they had a very special player on their hands in Jalen Suggs. I believe the very next game against Auburn, he also caught another alley-oop from from, uh, Joel Yai. So those two combined for a lot of different alley-oops throughout the season. I think they also had an off-the-backboard fast break uh, alley-oop as well. So Jalen Suggs, I might as well just lump all of his alley-oops together into the number eight moment of the season. All right, before we get to moments seven all the way through four, the NFL draft is coming up this week. And if you would like to place a bet on some props or where you think certain players will go, betonline.ag is the place to do it. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, they're in full swing. Basketball and hockey are getting down to the playoffs here pretty soon. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Football fans, this year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to covering the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch the live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft coming April 29th through May 1st. Okay, coming up, the number seven moment of the season. But first, I want to give just a couple honorable mentions here. Number one is Larry Owens. Uh, I think he deserves a shout out. Uh, he his, he provided just some really, really cool entertainment in the Northwestern State game. Uh, the Spokane community really embraced him. He had a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, he's been going through a lot of stuff. Um, there was a loss in his family and GU and the community and Spokane has really, really supported him, which I think is really cool. Uh, I think it just speaks to kind of the Gonzaga culture. And so I want to give a shout out to Larry Owens. I want to give a shout out to Aaron Cook and Anton Watson for a couple of their poster dunks throughout the year. One against San Diego with Aaron Cook and then Anton Watson at the end of the Pepperdine game. 
And then I want to give a shout out to Corey Kispert's dog, because he can skateboard and I cannot skateboard, so he is much better than I am. Okay, now let's get to the number seven moment of the season as voted on by the fans. And the number seven moment of the season is Joel Ayayi, triple-double, the first one in school history against Portland coming on January 9th. Gonzaga won that game 116-88. to It was absolutely ridiculous. Everybody was scoring in that game. But Joel Ayayi finished with 12 points, 13 rebounds, 14 assists, zero turnovers. And at one point, it looked like he was going to finish the game without missing a shot either. Uh, but he came back late in the game and missed a shot or two. Uh, but that he only it only took him 28 minutes to, to, uh, to do all this, but he actually finished the triple-double about three minutes into the second half. So he had wrapped up the triple-double um, in about 19, I think it was about 19 minutes of playing time, maybe 20 minutes of playing time, which is absolutely crazy. He also had 18 rebounds earlier in the season against Iowa, which is, I believe, the most in the Mark Few era by anybody. Um, he broke his own record for most rebounds in a season uh, by a guard. He set the record last year uh, with 6.3 rebounds per game. And he broke it this year with 6.9 rebounds per game. He finished the season averaging those 6.9 rebounds, 12 points, 2.7 assists, uh, over a steal per game. And now he's off to the NBA where he is a fringe first-round draft pick. And he had an absolutely remarkable career in Spokane, highlighted by the first-ever triple-double in school history. Okay, we move on to number six. The number six moment of the season goes to... Jalen Suggs, his heroics against BYU in the WCC championship game. And what a game that was. BYU, man, did they shoot the lights out. Everybody was stunned at the first half performance of BYU. They scored 53 points. They shot near 70% in that first half. Uh, Gonzaga clawed their way back, tied the game after Corey Kispert hit a few buckets. But then BYU made another run, and they were up. Uh, by nine points uh, with under 10 minutes to go. So Gonzaga had to claw their way back again. They went on a 12-0 run to get them right back into the game. They tied it. They ended up taking the lead uh, with about four minutes to go. And then Jalen Suggs hit the two big dagger threes after not really hitting any threes um, down the stretch of the season. And he hit four in that BYU game, including the two late ones, they gave Gonzaga a WCC tournament championship, and on his way back down the court, all Jalen Suggs kept screaming is, this is March. This is March. And you could see how much Jalen Suggs wanted those kind of moments. He came to Gonzaga uh, for those kind of moments, and he got them both in the WCC tournament, and then, of course, he had another one in the NCAA tournament against UCLA. Uh, but just the emotion that Jalen Suggs showed in all the postseason games showed how much he really really wanted this for himself for his teammates for the Gonzaga community uh, which is really awesome because there's a lot of one and duns out there that come in uh, I mean this story's been talked about a bunch but there's a bunch of one and duns who come in and are selfish and you know it's just a stop for six months while they're off to the NBA Jalen Suggs wasn't like that he was 100% invested into the Gonzaga program, into winning a national championship. And you can see it uh, in moments like this against BYU. Finished the game with 23 points, five rebounds, five assists. Nothing bigger than those two late threes to give Gonzaga a WCC tournament championship. One of the coolest images of the entire season was Jalen Suggs sitting on the floor in the Orleans Arena 
in just a pile of confetti, hugging the most outstanding player for the WCC tournament with just an enormous smile on his face. The number five moment of the season, which barely beat out Jalen Suggs' heroics by just one point, and that is Drew Timmy being the best player on the court, dominating Evan Mobley, and beating USC in the Elite Eight to get to Gonzaga's second-ever Final Four. Drew Timmy led all scorers with 23 points in that game. He had five rebounds. He had four assists. He did not turn the ball over a single time. He had three steals. He dominated. And it was a game where everybody came in hyping up USC, hyping up Evan Mobley. How is Gonzaga going to stop these guys? How is Gonzaga going to score over Evan Mobley? Are they going to give Gonzaga trouble? The answer was absolutely not. Drew Timmy was a star from the the minute he stepped foot onto the court that game. The first play of the game, uh, he got switched onto Taj Edey. He picked his pocket. They came down and scored immediately. Gonzaga went up in that game uh, 17 to four uh, within five minutes, and that was it. And it didn't matter if USC played zone. It didn't matter if they played man. Drew Timmy was carving it up over and over and over. He finished over Evan Mobley. He finished underneath Evan Mobley. He finished around Evan Mobley. Drew Timmy knows how to score basketball. It doesn't matter who is guarding him. It pretty much proven all season long. It could be a physical big guy. It could be a finesse big guy. It could be a shot blocker. Drew Timmy was going to score. And so that's what he did against Evan Mobley and led uh, Gonzaga to, like I said, their second Final Four in school history in dominant fashion. Okay, we move to the number four moment of the year, and that is going to be Corey Kispert hitting a school record nine threes against Virginia back on December 26th. He finished the game with a career-high 32 points on 9 of 13 shooting from deep. Gonzaga scored 98 points on Tony Bennett's pack line defense, so it's the second most points a Tony Bennett Virginia team has given up in his tenure uh, over at Virginia. And the interesting thing now that we found out uh, Corey Kispert had a little extra motivation, as he talked about on Adam Morrison's podcast recently. And, you know, he kind of felt slighted by Virginia that they he kind of didn't get the opportunity that he kind of expected from them when they were recruiting him. And so he wanted to kind of stick it to Virginia, and he did with nine threes, tying a school record set by Dan Dickow, who did it all in one half, and then uh, Kevin Pangos against Washington State his freshman year. So Corey Kispert's nine threes. Coming in at number four, Corey Kispert with a fantastic Gonzaga career, kind of the epitome of a Zag, and now he looks to be a top 20 draft pick in the first round of the NBA draft coming up here in a couple of months. Okay, we're down to the final three, but before we get to that, we've got to tell you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate in all bars. It's even perfect for keto diets. There are over 20 amazing flavors, including peanut butter, caramel brownie, banana bread, and many more. All of them soft, easy to chew, and absolutely delicious. Not only do they taste great, but they're healthy too. They're great for the health conscious guy, and also for anyone looking to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Cookies and cream bar, for example, which is my favorite, it has 17 grams of protein and just 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and four grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Okay, here we are. We are down to the final three, the top three moments of the Gonzaga basketball season. 
Number three goes to Jill Townsend's buzzer beater to win the WCC championship in Las Vegas. We all know the story at this point. Half of Gonzaga's team got food poisoning the night before the WCC title. And the story with Jill Townsend, she was obviously one of the people that had the food poisoning, uh, but she didn't play more than two or three minutes at a time. She hadn't made a single shot. I think she was 0 for 5 at the time. But the story goes deeper than that with Jill Townsend. Her sophomore year, she uh, suffered a gruesome leg injury in the WCC semifinals that cost her a lot of um, off-season development time, so she had to end up rehabbing instead. And then her junior year in Las Vegas, they lost in the WCC semifinals again at the buzzer. So there's nobody more appropriate to hit the game-winning shot than Jill Townsend to beat BYU. There was 0.6 seconds on the clock. Ball was underneath, out of bounds. Lisa Fortier called timeout, put Jill Townsend into the game, and drew up a play for her. Despite her not making a shot all game long, she trusted her senior to make the biggest play of her life, and she did. She hit the game winner. Emotions went crazy. The team mobbed uh, Jill Townsend on the floor, and then Lisa Fortier also very, very emotional. She uh, kind of dropped to her knees in tears. She's gone through a lot uh, the last couple of years in Las Vegas as well. She lost her brother a couple of years ago while they're in Las Vegas. There's a lot of bad memories in Las Vegas for the Gonzaga women's team. And Jill Townsend's shot kind of exercised a lot of those demons. It was a really, really, really cool moment. Um, and I'm glad that Jill Townsend was the one to hit that shot. So Jill Townsend's buzzer beater to win the WCC championship coming in at the number three moment of the season for Gonzaga basketball. All right, we're down to the final two, and I think everybody kind of knows what number one and number two are going to be, but the number two moment of the season goes to Jalen Suggs block, Jalen Suggs pass, Drew Timmy dunk, the entire sequence with two minutes to go against UCLA in the final four. Jalen Suggs goes up in a tie game of 77-77. He goes up and blocks UCLA center Cody Riley, retrieves the ball from the corner, takes two dribbles, and throws a one-handed full-court bounce pass with some spin on it directly to Drew Timmy, who takes uh, one step and dunks it, does his mustache celebration. The place goes absolutely nuts. I know every single one of us probably went nuts as well. And I think at that point, we thought Gonzaga would win it in regulation. Of course, that didn't happen, but the play at the time, UCLA was trying to go up to, and instead, Gonzaga goes up to a huge four-point swing uh, in Gonzaga's favor, and one of the many many moments uh, that Jalen Suggs provided us in his six months in a Gonzaga uniform. But of course, there's no moment bigger than the number one moment of the season and perhaps the number one moment in all of Gonzaga history, the shot. Jalen Suggs, 35-foot bank shot to beat UCLA at the buzzer. I can't do it any justice because no words will be able to do it justice, so I'm just going to play the Tom Hudson, Adam Morrison call one last time for us to listen to. Choosing the rebounds and puts it in. We're tied at 90. Three seconds left. Here's Suggs the other way. Pull up three for the win. Yes! Yes! Send yes! the championship game. He knocked no! from 40 at the buzzer. Yes! The Bulldogs. Wow. Play for a national championship. Even though Gonzaga lost in the national championship to Baylor, I think all of us has probably listened to that shot and that call hundreds of times. We'll listen to it hundreds of times more. Jalen Suggs will always have his spot etched in history. That shot is going to be played in March Madness montage videos until the end of time. 
Um, so Jalen Suggs with the ultimate moment in a Gonzaga uniform. Unfortunately, they couldn't close out the season. Um, but that moment, I think, was just so euphoric uh, just because of how that game went. It was one of the all-time great NCAA tournament games. It was one of the all-time great NCAA tournament moments. And I don't think there was anyone better to have that moment than Jalen Suggs uh, because of what he has meant to uh, Gonzaga even in his one year in a Gonzaga uniform. All right, that's it. The top 10 moments of the season as voted on by you guys. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope it was a, a nice little look back at the season. For me, it was probably the most fun Gonzaga basketball team that I have followed in the decade plus of following Gonzaga basketball. Um, it was just, they were unbelievably talented offensively. They were so fun to study uh, from just a basketball X's and O's perspective. And, uh, of course, they didn't win the national championship, but I think they should still go down as one of the better teams of the last 10 to 15 years in, in uh, college basketball, um, just the, the with the way that they played. If you play that national championship game 10 times against Baylor, I'm pretty sure that blowout is that that is a one-off out of those 10 games. I think Gonzaga probably blows them out once, Baylor blows out Gonzaga once, and the other eight games probably determined in the final five minutes. Unfortunately... The one blowout happened in that kind of uh, situation, and that's the unfortunate thing about the NCAA tournament. It, is it only takes one game and one off night. So so just an incredible college basketball season for Gonzaga, uh, both for the men and the women. Of course, we will continue to have our player reviews coming up tomorrow. It is going to be Pavel Zakharov and Lily Scanlon. We've got Martinez Arlauskas and Ben Gray coming up this week as well. Luis Forsyth, Michaela Williams, Anna Verjogi. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the walk-on group as well. So that's kind of what it looks like for the rest of the week here. Of course, we'll follow all of the stories that come out of Gonzaga, both their baseball team and the transfer portal for both the men and the women. Okay, that's going to do it for me today. Like I said, tomorrow, Pavel Zakharov and Lily Scanlon, player reviews, plus a huge recap of everything that's gone on the last three days, including Gonzaga's baseball series with BYU. Don't forget you can rate and subscribe to the podcast. Please leave us a review with your Gonzaga story. I'll read them every Friday on the show. You can follow me on Twitter at SCargo. That's at S-K-A-R-R-G-0. Follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnZags. If you want to email the show with your story or any questions that you want me to answer, feel free to do so, lockedonzags at gmail.com. Everybody enjoy your Monday. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning. It is a great day to be a Zag.